0: Hey, from New Jersey, it's an SNL Nerds, the show with two comments from New Jersey nerds out about Saturday Night Live. I'm your co-host, Darren Tafferty.
1: And I'm your co-host, John Trumbull.
0: John Trumbull, how you doing, good sir? I'm doing alright.
1: I like it when you go Shatnerian with the intro.
0: I know, I gotta figure out a new way to do it. Like, I I don't know, I, I just, like, I, I always try to figure out, like, a new way to spice things up with the intro. Yeah, And yeah. I just go to Shatner, it's just my go-to, sure. my go-to voice.
1: Maybe you should uh, inject some other actors in there, like a little Adam West, a little—I don't know—I can't think of any other actors besides uh, William Shatner and Adam West.
0: Uh, <laughs> so, so status quo for you as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, that's that's pretty much it. Those are those are just the two actors who are on a constant cycle in my brain.
0: Yeah, William Shatner, Adam West, uh, Charles Nelson Riley. Uh, sure. anybody yeah. anybody else that was on? Uh... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll do a Charles Nelson Riley. Uh, yeah, try that. As long as
1: you're not doing it for like the entire episode or anything, I, I would support that.
0: Maybe uh, uh Alan Sue. Dave <laughs> from New Jersey. It's the yes or no nerd. <laughs> wow,
1: I have not heard the name Alan Sue in quite a while. Well, I'm bringing it back, baby. Never My for- Goodness.
0: <laughs> Never forgotten. Never forget. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and we wonder sometimes why this podcast doesn't have a bigger audience. <laughs> yeah, it's because we're dishing out the Alan Sue references.
0: Hey man, we gotta stay true to us. All right, Anybody- <laughs> that's true. That's true. I wouldn't have it any other way. We may not know who the hottest uh, TikTok YouTuber <laughs> star is out there, but but Dag Nabbit, we know Alan Sue. Right. So. <laughs> So today's
1: episode. Today's episode, we're talking about uh, SNL's grand return, uh, season 48, episode 13, Woody Harrelson and Jack White. And it's from uh, February 25th,
0: 2023. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah SNL so is back, baby. Woody Harrelson joining the five-timers club. Jack back White. for his
1: fifth time, yep.
0: Yeah, Jack White, five-timers club. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, we talked this episode up uh, quite a bit uh, when we knew it was coming up. We were like, oh. We dude.
1: said we were excited. We did say that, didn't we? We did. We we have recordings of it. We, I, we said, yeah, we think that's going to be a good show. We think we're, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Those, you know, Woody Harrelson's pretty strong. Jack White's great. And, uh, we were half right.
0: Yeah, we were. <laughs> wow. I, this episode was... Huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, wait, you know, Woody did okay. He d- he did well with what was asked of him. He did. I he mean, we well, think the fault lies with Woody.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, we'll we'll talk about that monologue in a minute, but yeah, yeah, because that, that that what? Wow.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, this. Let's say it wasn't all that it could have
0: been. Yeah, uh, that's fair, right? Yeah, I would say that uh, we had high expectations going in. Expectations not quite met.
1: Not especially met. No. no, no,
2: no.
0: Well, Yeah. So, but like, we're you know we're putting a horse before the the cart here. We should like really is that how it goes. For,
1: that, really? That's how it's supposed to go. You you were the phrase is put the cart before the horse, which
0: oh you know, okay. Well, then you
1: can't really go anywhere unless you have like a cart. Being pushed by a horse and that's just madness.
0: That's just insanity. Can't do that's that. Insanity. No, I mean nobody wants that. No, my God, dog and cat's living together. Right. Uh, but yeah, so let's 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 break this down and figure out. Let's where... break
1: this down. Let's we're going to analyze this. We're going to figure out where they went right, where they went wrong, where they just went random places that didn't make any particular sense. Yeah, because
0: um, this episode was. Who Nelly? We got it. We got to figure out what the hell happened here. There's yeah, we we got
1: stuff to say. We got stuff to say. So let's let's dive in. We, we first off, we got the Trump train visit cold open.
0: Uh yeah, so this is basically uh cold uh cold open, got Jaj, you know, cold open kid coming back to his roots. Yeah. Uh, doing that amazing Trump impression that he can uh, that only he can do, and um yeah, so this one basically talks about that uh, you know that horrific. A uh, train crash that happened in uh, East Palestine, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I believe they were carrying some like, the train was carrying like some toxic chemicals too. Some like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh,
1: some, and uh, final... also like, you know, part of the controversy is that, well, I think they were saying that it didn't necessarily affect this train crash. But like the Trump administration is getting a lot of attention, negative attention, because they rolled back a lot of safety measures and things like that.
0: Right. Uh, the train was carrying a uh, vinyl chloride. So now a lot of the land in that part of Ohio is uh, poisoned. And uh, it's, it's it's. I mean, it's, it's bad news all over. I'm surprised like the news doesn't seem to be reporting on it that much. I'm not hearing a whole lot about it. And in fact, like when this cold open started, you
1: know, the premise was like, oh, Trump is there visiting. And I was like, is that a thing that happened? That is a thing. I, I yeah. honestly had no idea until they were reporting on it. In Weekend Update, I was like,
0: "Oh, okay. I guess that's a real thing that happened." Then, yes, okay. it, no, that did happen. That's, and that's the weird thing about it. It's like yeah. this horrific, you know, crash happened in Ohio, and like this whole town is is fucked because of it. I don't hear that much about it in the. No, 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 no. no. I'm not.
1: You're misunderstanding me. I'm not. What? I'm not questioning whether the crash happened. That's like oh. conspiracy nonsense. I was questioning whether Trump visited there.
0: Oh, after okay. The crash. But yes, he did. I did see. He did visit there. You know, he gave it. He did give out bottles of, you know, Trump water or whatever he's calling it. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's basically just like a photo opportunity to just be like, hey, this is. Yeah. And of yeah. course, he blamed a lot of it on uh, Pete Buttigieg, who's the head of, uh, you know, transportation.
2: transportation.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it was just it's just a big old mess. So um, this is a great opportunity for J.A.J. Uh, to pull out his Trump impression, and I think it's he. Here's the thing about about Jaj. He has a really good Trump impression, but it's just the way he plays it. It's just so it's so close to the actual guy.
1: Yeah, it's I have hard. trouble watching him because yes, it it kind of triggers me at this point.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, I, mean, I know. I mean, I mean, James is such a Greek tragedy because he has this amazing impression, <laughs> and it's just for a guy no one wants to hear from or no one.
1: Yeah, I I mean I I'm looking at this and I'm just like y- you should have just hired this guy 4 years ago, Lauren.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> go back in time, Lauren, hire this guy. You know, cuz I I yeah, I I feel like Baldwin might have stepped aside if he got somebody else who could do a really good Trump and he he does do a really
0: good Trump, but yeah, the the tragedy is like he kind of missed his window. And, yeah, his impression is amazing, uh, J.A.J. Like, he comes up and saying, yeah, you know, he's up there behind the podium giving a speech to uh, the press saying, yeah, you know, the people here in Ohio, so sad, so sad. They come up to me and they say, oh, we can't eat eat anything. The dirt is all poison. The dirt's poison. I was like, well, don't eat the dirt. Don't eat the dirt. Eat this old McDonald's I brought you. Don't eat the dirt.
1: I don't, it's just so close to the word cell that Trump actually has. It's, it's tough for me to enjoy it. And, and that's not really J.H.J.'s fault, uh, or J.A.J., uh, if I want to get his initials correct. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. It,
0: it didn't do much for me, just because Trump. Yeah, I mean, I did. It's so you. burned out on that dude. Yeah, it's not his fault, like you said. Like, he has, like, a few good lines calling Pete judge. He can't even say his last name, right? He called him just Pete Butt. Pete
1: right. Butt. I mean, I liked it when he said he's too busy being a nerd and being gay. <laughs> and uh, I believe those are both very time-consuming activities. So I get it. You
0: got to set, set a lot of time aside in your calendar for, for both Look, of Look, I
1: mean, I'm only a nerd, and that <laughs> takes up a, a whole bunch of my day. Exhausting. Um, and, uh, you know, not a gay man, but the gay people I know are all, like, very productive people. So I imagine that that is also a very time-consuming
0: activity. Absolutely. And then they had um, Chloe come out as Emily Coors, the foreman of the Georgia grand jury. And like, she comes out, nobody applauds. I don't think the audience really knows who this person's supposed to
1: be. I didn't. I didn't. I'm not familiar with the foreman of the Trump grand jury. Me neither. Like she said, oh, here's no. Emily Coors." I'm like, Who? But she very much seemed to be doing an impression of a specific person. I haven't googled this person since I've watched the show, so I don't know. Maybe it was a good impression. It's Chloe, so I'm assuming it was. Yeah, and like I'm assuming that the woman's strange in some way. But I don't know. It just went over my head.
0: Yeah, this yeah, like I felt like when she came out, it, I felt like the whole sketch kind of slowed down and grinded to a halt a little bit because like yeah. it seemed like the audience didn't know who she was supposed to be impersonating. I didn't know. And her jokes weren't that great. She seemed to be pumped to see Trump. She's like, oh, you first Giuliani, now you. This is great. And I was like, oh, is she a Trumper? Or I don't, is this? Yeah, I don't
1: uh, know. I, like this This cold open made me feel really uninformed because I was like going like, wait, did Trump actually go down there? Wait, who is this lady? Uh, with I just, <laughs> and you know, I, try, I do try to follow the news. I watch the Today Show and stuff and, and, you know other news things but yeah all this stuff was just not stuff i was familiar with so
0: yeah we watch yeah. news things i don't know yeah um but yeah overall i thought this cold open was was okay like i i mean i thought the best part was uh jaj and his trump impression i like how we you know, he has just a stream of conscience where he's like, oh, I feel like I, I could shit creek this whole thing over here, right? You guys what? And then he looks at the people behind him, like shit creek, you like shit creek, right? It's like, no, nah, you don't like that. You're like Yellowstone. You're like Yellowstone. We yeah, love the Yellowstone. I mean,
1: look, it's a very good impression. They really get his rhythms and, and his words out and how he just meanders from one topic to another and has all sorts of irrelevant things in the discussion. But we've seen that many times before. So it's just not, it's not really doing anything for me at this point. Yeah, I, I hear and, you. And you know, Trump's not president anymore, so I I really don't want to hear much about him unless it's like he's going to prison for the rest of his
0: life. Oh, <laughs> yeah. music to my ears, John.
1: <laughs> you know, unless the words "firing squad" are also in the <laughs> oh sentence.
0: Oh, you want to bring back the firing squad? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, uh,
1: would they let us do drawing quartering?
0: Ooh. All right. Yeah. Uh, listeners, uh, tweet at us. Let us know your best form of execution you would like to see. How barbaric should we get with this guy? <laughs> should we go medieval on his ass? I think we should.
1: I think he deserves it. Um, wow. So, but, so anyway, yeah, the cold open didn't do much for me.
0: Okay. I- I'll give J.A.J. points for his Trump impression. because It is a good impression. Yeah, I yeah, know. It's, it's always sad. great. It's, just... it's always great. It's just,
1: yeah, it- it's more about Trump than about him.
0: Right, JJ, It's not you, it's him. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, uh, let's uh, go into our monologue. Monologue. Wow, wowzers! Wow, wow. What
1: are you? Think comes out. Fifth time hosting. Comments on he's not getting a jacket. Uh, said the last time he was ho- he hosted was twenty nineteen, which means that that would have been an episode that we ber- we covered. I don't think I have any memory of the last time he hosted, honestly.
0: Uh, it was. I remember him. Uh, I looked, I looked it up, but like, I do remember like he was, um, he was Joe Biden for a while. Like when, Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: He came in for a little bit and yeah.
0: Okay. I remember that. I remember that. And they gave, they gave him the,
1: the Biden bright teeth.
0: Right. Right. Like he had that, uh, he was in one of those, uh, presidential, um, what 2020, uh, what you call it? Uh, president offs. Debates. There you go. That's the word. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, he was, uh, Biden for a little bit and, uh, Now, three years later, and he is uh, stoned out of his mind. He, uh, yeah, you
1: know, it's funny. He came out. I remember there was a thing in the news like a few years ago that he'd like given up pot. And so, like, when he came out, I was uh, honestly had the idle thought. I was like, did he give up pot a few years ago? And then he starts talking about that. So I was like, oh, wow, Woody Harrelson is listening to my thoughts. Um, (laughs) And he, he says like that he quit smoking pot until after the show. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess that answers my question. There you go. And he also talked about how he did uh, last year he did 7 months with no alcohol, which
0: okay? <laughs> yeah, cuz he says he's a wee bit of a drinker. Yeah. <laughs> he just put on this Irish accent out of nowhere. It's like, right, yeah, I don't crazy. know why I did that. He thinks
1: Irish people. I guess yeah. cuz he's racist. There we go, um, bro.
0: Yeah. Uh, but then cuz like you think at first, I thought, all right. So the joke is because he at first he says, "Yeah, it's my fifth time." So five times jacket, right? And no one comes out right. with the jacket. So I thought that would be the the through line to this thing, but it's not. He then kind of goes off on this tangent where he tells a story about yeah. reading a script in Central Park, but then he goes off on another tangent. About weed and booze and how... Yeah. I mean, I like
1: I liked how he talked about how his manager brought his drugs from LA. He's a, so he talked about how his manager muled
0: for him. Yeah, and then I so, showed the manager on camera, and he's like, oh, yeah. God.
1: <laughs> and he and he apparently did not know that was coming, so he's like kind of cracking up and being embarrassed. And, and that was cute, because that was kind of a human moment. That was, um, that was. But it was... But it was a weird meandering model. Like it just, after that, he
0: j- we really just kind of lost the thread of it. And I was like, what What the hell is he talking about? Dude, like twice I wrote down, where is this story going? And what the fuck is happening here? Because it really does feel like he's just riffing and kind of going through this story, like talking as he's thinking it out. Like, it, it, yeah. you know, yeah. you ever been in that moment where you've gone to a party and you see somebody who's like super high or super drunk? And they just talk to you, but you're like sober, and you haven't been, you haven't drunk anything. That's what this felt like. It just felt like stoner ramblings almost. It's just I was just like, where? What do you? What has uh, happened? Was, where are you there,
1: You, you, you kind of lost me when it, it's me going to a party.
0: Oh right. Um,
1: <laughs> but <laughs> no, no, I've I've been there. Yeah, it's it's not fun listening to somebody else's stoned or drunken ramblings when you yeah. are sober. It, it it just. I mean, it's fun if you're in the same state and. You can go down that road with him, but if you're not, ugh, there's there's hardly anything worse.
0: Yeah, like I think at this point, I felt I felt a little nervous for the rest of the show because I was like, mm-hmm. "Is he going to be like this for the whole show? <laughs> Is he all right?" <laughs> like, like it's one thing where you like sort of you know you you play up your, "Hey, I'm a stoner, I'm a pothead," but right? That's one thing, and I could see that, but like this one, he was just he really seemed like he was. Out of it, like he, he like it, it yeah. did not seem like an act at all. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't. I, I was, yeah, I don't
0: know. I was like, I was concerned. I was like, where, <laughs> where is this going? Are you all right? Should we, should we arrange an intervention for the end <laughs> of the show? Do I need to call someone? What the fuck? Are you okay? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, then he, he picks up the story he told, like a minute ago. He's like, oh yeah, the story about the Central Park. And then he kind of. Like, I've seen people online... Or but it's par- him just getting stoned in, uh,
1: in front of a tree in Central Park, and he's reading a script, and, yeah, I, I kind of lost the thread of the story, quite frankly.
0: Yeah, I think I've seen online people already saying the the story was, it seemed like kind of anti-vax, where he was like, the script was about how the big drug cartels are gathering p- the drugs together, and then there's this big outbreak, and you have to take the... They won't let anybody at their house unless you take their unless you take their drugs it's like i think people are starting to say oh that sounds kind of anti vax what are you saying it it was very bizarre honestly
1: i think i'd stop i'd kind of been was tuning him out at that
0: point yeah it just
1: so if it was anti vax i didn't really get that because i
0: i wasn't or couldn't really listen anymore no i get it like he was kind of slurring words and stumbling over words it i i was like what, this is one of the most bizarre monologues I've seen in a while.
1: It was weird. It was weird, because usually those are scripted much more tightly.
0: Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, you know, speaking of which, this one was scripted by Steve Higgins, Streeter Seidel, Ben Silva, and Will Steven. And okay. It shocked me that four people wrote It took this. that many people to
2: write that. that Why huh?
0: this? Really?
1: <laughs>
0: really? Really?
1: <laughs> really?
0: Huh. And uh, huh. also, uh, the cold open was written by Mike DiCenzo, Allison Gates, and Ken Sablet. Okay, uh, but yeah, so far with this monologue, I'm I'm nervous. I'm I'm nervous, man. I'm nervous. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's um...
0: all right. Still, we're gonna
1: try and power through this. Uh, first sketch. It's called very creatively jail scene, where uh, Woody is a prisoner behind bars. He's talking to his uh, significant other. Who was Chloe. I want to
0: say, Chloe? It was Chloe, yes.
1: Okay, all right. I didn't write that down, so I took a shot. Um, <laughs> and they're talking, and we we got Ego being like a sa- sassy black woman in the background. She's playing the guard.
0: <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's it is very true. That's- I mean, that's basically it, right? <laughs> yeah. I also liked at one point where, um, like, as Woody's sits down and he. Um, in front of Chloe and at you know, those places where you have to pick up the phone and there's that dividing glass in between you and uh, Woody and Chloe do that thing where they touch each other's hand through the glass and then Woody pushes his hand through the glass to show that there is no glass. Yes. And of course, he he does... It's cute. It's cute. And he does stumble a little bit over his dialogue so I'm like, oh, is he still stoned out of his gourd?
1: (laughs) Uh, I guess we should say we don't know if He was actually stoned out of his gourd. You know, maybe that was just, who knows? Allegedly,
0: allegedly, 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 Allegedly. We have no inside information on that, Right. Uh, And, uh, but yeah, that's basically the premise of the sketch where he says, oh, I know I've done wrong with Bayou Baby, but like, once we get out of here, I'm going to buy us a house. And of course, he goes like
1: a house. You're going to buy her a house. I'm a guard. I'm not in prison. I can't buy a house. Yeah. How are you going to buy her
0: a house? And it was, it's kind of funny. Kind of. Yeah. And then like, you know, then he says things like, yeah, don't worry, babe. I'm going to get out of here soon. And then the egg goes like, no, he's not. Yeah. And then and and then we we cut to
1: like the other side. Chloe's saying some stuff. And then we've got Keenan as a guard on Chloe's side. And he's he's being a sassy black man in the background Mm -hmm. saying like, oh, oh, she oh, she says she's going to wait for you. Well, she's got a guy waiting in the car outside right now. So I don't think that's true. Yeah. And,
0: so, so then basically, it's just basically the two, like Woody and Chloe trying to have this conversation. Right. And then uh, Keenan and Ego just talking over them, saying, yeah. uh, you know, oh, he think he's going to do this. He ain't doing that. He, she's, right. You know, and then right. it's like them kind of going off on their own little tangents, talking to themselves.
1: And, you know, I mean, not a bad premise. I, I did kind of like at one point they just sort of displaced Woody and Chloe from their chairs. And so Ego and Keenan are just talking to each other.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I thought that was cute. That was cute, but then they're like, then they're like talking over each other at one point, where they're both talking at the
1: same time. I I couldn't really follow when they were talking over each other. Um,
0: Yeah, like that was like, all right, wait, what is happening here? So you, you, I couldn't make off. I couldn't make out anything anybody was saying. Yeah, and then I know. Then the sketch kind of ends.
1: I guess the joke was just they were so carried away in their co- own conversation that they were talking over each other. Um, yeah, it ended abruptly. We, we had a big problem with abrupt endings in this episode, mm. I would say.
0: Yeah, I would say so. Uh, um, this one was written by Mike DiCenzo and Jake Nordwind. Yeah, um,
1: I was I wouldn't say this one amused me too much. Uh, I did. I did like that Ego and Keenan's characters were named Johnson and Jackson.
0: Oh, I didn't even notice that.
1: Yeah, I I read their name tags.
0: Oh, Oh, very good. Uh
1: uh,
0: Uh Uh, But yeah, this one, I was like, oh, this is... It was just kind of, eh, I didn't really see why
1: we're leading the show off with it, but... uh, Yeah,
0: same, it was like, we're starting off the show with this, especially after that monologue. Oh boy.
1: Yeah, I I don't have a great feeling at
0: this point. Um, Start getting nervous,
1: baby. Next, though, we have something we haven't had in a little while. We got a Please Don't Destroy sketch. This one's called The Stakeout. Uh, this one, Ben is afraid that John and Marshall are hanging out without him. Yes. And, and so Woody decides to lead Ben on a Stakeout and they follow John and Marshall. They see him in a house together. They're just like watching TV. We find out that they're together as a couple and they have a secret family.
0: Yes. <laughs> they have uh... a. <laughs> um,
1: I thought that was cool. And I, you know, I like that they made. The joke more than just oh these two are gay with each other,
0: right? Exactly. Like I mean that I thought that was the joke, and I was like, all right, well that's kind of lazy. But then they build on yeah. it, saying, oh no, they're they're not just you know they're gay that they're gay and in love, and they have a family, they're committed, and
1: they have several children, including several children who are just like way too old.
0: They're like
1: like kids in their late teens.
0: Yeah, they have a teenage a moody teenager,
2: right. <laughs>
1: just
0: like with long hair. Yeah. And I think at one point, like Ben is like shocked at all this. And then Woody says, Hey, man, it's 2015. It's not insane to be gay.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I like that.
1: I like that Woody is so out of it. He doesn't know what year it is. I thought that was cool.
2: Uh,
0: um, I like the fact that Ben texts uh, Martin and is like, mm-hmm. Well, let me text him and see what this is all about. Martin looks at his phone, throws it away.
2: Yeah,
1: he sees it's Ben. who's just like, ugh, and just chucks it in the trash. <laughs> he
0: throws his phone in the garbage.
1: Yeah, I like that. I I thought this escalated well, and then like towards the end, we find out that they're having new Ben auditions, and yeah, and Ben storms in to confront them, and then by the end, uh, Ben has been replaced by Woody in a in a bad redheaded wig. Um, I thought this was cool. I thought it escalated nicely. Probably sketch of the night for me. Yeah. I mean, that's certainly the one that the thing that amused me the most.
0: Um, yeah, I'll give it that. Like, it's I thought this was was all right, not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always good to see the PDD boys. I that mean, I'm not
1: things. saying it's the best please don't destroy sketch ever, but it, it's really nice to see them back. I when they're not on the show, I miss them
0: absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think they're working on a movie now, if I'm not mistaken. Are they? Yeah, like, I think they're I'll look it up, but like, I know I, I remember reading somewhere. That they're, like, working on a movie with uh, Apatow, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Oh, that guy. That guy, he's – whenever there's somebody in comedy, he's like, hey, I like you. I'm going to do a movie (laughs) with you.
0: I like the cut of your jib there, sonny.
1: Yeah. And that's the only time you ever heard the word cut from me. That's right. Because I'm Judd Apatow.
0: (laughs) I leave it all in.
1: I put it all on the field, and I leave it all in my movie. That's right. <laughs> That's why they're all 20 to 40 minutes too long. Editor, schmeditor. <laughs> I never met a movie under two hours that I liked at all.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so they are working on a movie produced by Judd Apatow. Uh, do we know
1: the premise or anything like
0: that? Uh, yes, we do. Film. Ooh. Lay it on me. The film portrays three childhood friends who live and work together. Don't Ooh, like- I wonder
1: who's going to play
2: them?
0: <laughs> ben auditions are being held. All right. uh, they don't like where their lives are headed, and set off to find <laughs> gold. <does>. Yeah, <laughs> join the club, and set off to find gold treasure rumored to be buried on a nearby mountain.
1: Huh. Okay.
0: <laughs> Sounds like uh, the Goonies
1: with ups or yeah, Treasure of the Sierra Madre or something. Oh, it'll be cool. interesting to see how their humor translates to a longer form cuz I mean, they're they're great in the short things they do and I think like their shorts usually average what about like 3 minutes something like that. They're they're very rapid fire. Absolutely. I mean, this this is just over 4 minutes. So, it'll be really interesting to see how their their style of humor translates to
0: an hour and a half, two-hour movie. Yeah, this will be uh, be pretty interesting. Let's we'll see if they got what yeah. it takes to go long.
1: Yeah, and it's also very fast-paced humor, so yeah, that could be great. I mean, that could be like Anchorman level genius, or it could be, or it could just not work, and it'd be like, oh well, you know, they should stick to the short stuff. Yeah, it will be interesting to see where it goes. Does it have a release date or anything? Uh... No,
0: I think they're still shooting. I don't. I don't believe there's a. Okay, well, maybe there.
1: that's why we. It seems like we haven't seen them quite as much this season.
0: Maybe. It maybe it's shooting now. Maybe. Well, we'll, we'll Oh wait, uh, wait. They do. Wait. Plans. August eighteenth, twenty twenty three release. Ooh.
1: Oh damn! I've got a
0: thing. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I can't cancel now. Shit. Ah, well,
1: well. Well, you know, I've moved it twice already. So.
0: Of course. There oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so next up, Slingshot. Slingshot.
1: Uh, hey, folks, do you like seeing SNL cast members in front of green screen? Well, this is the sketch for you. Uh, or, or maybe it isn't because it wasn't all that funny, I, I thought.
0: Yeah, this one was... What the... oh, All right, so like basically, I remember this was actually kind of based on a video that went viral. I remember seeing it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Where, like, uh, so for those that don't know, like, uh, if you've ever been to, like, a, a amusement park recently, they had that slingshot ride where it's basically two people, they strap them into these seats, and they literally, like, slingshot them up into the air. And right. And go back and forth, back and forth, and it's like, I've seen it in a couple of, you know, amusement parks, and then there's this, there's this viral video out where, like, somebody taped themselves on a GoPro or something, you know, jumping uh-huh. up in the air, and... Yeah, it's like they get slung shot into the air, the guy next to him passes out, then he wakes up, realizes, oh my god, I'm still on this ride, passes out again. And it's kind of went viral. Oh. Yeah. Okay.
1: See, I, I didn't know about this. I mean, well, does it seems like SNL is basing a lot of sketches on viral videos these
0: days. Very much so, yeah. It just seems like is, they see what's trending on TikTok and be like, oh, that's our sketch.
1: Yeah, I... I don't know. I feel like they're going to that well a little too much, a little or a lot yeah. too much.
0: No, no, yeah, they are. They definitely are. So, uh, so in this sketch, it's um, Heidi, Ego, Woody, and Keenan. They want to go on this ride, the slingshot ride. Uh, Keenan seems psyched to go on it. He's super pumped. He takes Woody with him, who's like very nervous. Uh, we see uh, Molly and uh, Longfellow strap them in. They're attendants at work at the amusement park. They get shot. They get shot up into the in the air in the slingshot. Yeah. Keenan passes out. Uh, wakes up passes and, and out. just
1: like you said, he and then he wakes up and then sees where he is and then he passes out again. And I might have gotten it more if I was at all familiar with the viral video, but I wasn't. So to me, this was a just not especially funny comedy sketch.
0: Yeah, no, it's not because like they don't really. There's no real. <laughs> Jokes in this thing—it it's, it's didn't. Yeah,
1: it's—we're just supposed to be amused by the green screen thing going on behind him and the fact that he's passing
0: out. And I mean, it didn't—it didn't escalate at all. It didn't. Yeah, because like then after that, like uh, Ego wants to do it, and that. But then Keenan, yeah, he, she gets dragged and he she drags Keenan to doing it again, even though yeah. he's scared and doesn't want to go.
2: Yeah, and
0: the same thing happens. He gets shot up in the air. He passes out, and. I think at this point, like And then and then at the very end
1: it's like Heidi gets on, and then the sketch just kinda ends. They just cut to a photo of the two of them on a ride. Yeah. I and mean just like, wow, that ended abruptly. They really didn't know how to end the sketch. Uh
0: yeah. Like I mean the sketch really hinges on Keenan selling the the physical comedy stuff he was doing because there wasn't any Yeah. Joke, and I, I don't feel
1: like he really got to where he needed to be. I don't. I don't know what else it needed. Physical comedy. I mean, well, I feel like what it really knew was a rewrite. But
0: yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe like a bird could have could have flown into him, or something. I don't know. Just
1: I don't know. Yeah, we could have done the Fabio thing where the bird flies into him. Uh, yeah, like or, a, or throwing up or something.
0: I don't know. I mean, they kind of had a joke in there because uh, Keenan mentioned that his character was, you know, a vet. He was a, uh, you know, he was in the Air Force. But you know, when he got up there, he was freaking out, and
1: I totally missed that. Yeah,
0: like Ego said, "Oh, no, I thought you." Were... I don't
1: remember that at all. <laughs>
0: Exactly, like Ego said, "Oh, I thought you were in the air force," and then he was like, "Oh no, I only painted the planes. I don't." you, you know what? What caught my attention the most in this sketch was,
1: I noticed in this sketch for the fir- I noticed for the first time, Keenan has tattoos. Oh yeah, he's had those for a while. I've never, I don't think I've ever noticed his tattoos before. And I was like, have I not been paying attention or have we just never seen him in short sleeves before this? Yeah, my man is inked up, son. <laughs> I didn't know that. I was like, oh, that's interesting. He has tattoos. I had no idea that he
0: had tattoos. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think he would be a tattoo guy. Um, do know. He's from Atlanta. So maybe that's, you know, <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know what that meant, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need to know why, but it's funny.
0: Yeah. But yeah, it is always weird when you see tattoos on. Cast members, like when you know, I saw when you see like Heidi's tattoos or uh, Sarah Sherman's tattoos, like oh, right. I huh. think yeah,
1: I think I've noticed their tattoos before, and you know, I'm I'm sure, especially in the live show, yeah, it's a lot of hassle to cover them up. But, yeah, uh,
0: exactly. I think Chloe has like a small one. I think I've seen it a few times where it's like, oh wow, look at that, huh? It's yeah, uh, so. she,
1: she seems like somebody who had just like a little dainty tattoo. Yeah, that, that seems like the right type for her.
0: Yeah, like a small little like pixie wand or something.
1: Or like a butterfly or something. Yeah, something girly.
0: Yeah, something in cursive.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I was in charge of of uh, picking out tattoos for Chloe Feynman, which I, I want to clarify, I am not. She has rejected all my applications. <laughs> okay. um, Cease and desist. That that is the type of tattoo I think would be appropriate for her.
0: Yeah, like something in cursive that says journey or you know <laughs> something, something like that.
1: But she's not. She's not like one of those dumb girls who gets like a word in a foreign language that she doesn't speak. I, yeah, that that would not be right for her. She's too smart for that.
0: God. Remember when that was the thing when everybody would get like you know Chinese lettering tattoos? It's like, oh, it yeah. means endurance, bro. Or yeah, this means
1: strength. And no, and no, it, no, it means deli order.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that was a weird time.
1: It was. It was. I'm sure there are people who still do that. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, the the abrupt ending of this one just—I was like, "Whoa!" This just—it really didn't have an ending. It just—it just cut to them in a photograph. Yeah, and okay. that was, I was like, "Oh, this is just how we're ending this." Okay,
0: <laughs> all right, okay.
1: Are uh, we just short of time? What's going on here,
0: guys? Like, all right, uh, moving right along, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, um,
0: yeah. Oof. Uh, next. So th- moving right along, Winter. Next thing.
1: Submarine launch.
0: Uh, Submarine launch, written by Dan Beulah, Martin Hurley, John Higgins, Ben Marshall, the PDD boys did this?
1: So, yeah, I mean, the joke here, they're they're dedicating a new submarine, and it's got an absurd name because the internet voted on the name. I did not write down the name in my notes because I didn't feel like that was a good use of my time. Did you write down the name? I did because... I I
0: figured you would.
1: That was the other reason I didn't do it.
0: I did because I have no good use of my time.
1: Yeah, Uh, there you go.
0: Mr. Dingleberry's Gooch Balloon, ASDFJKL, semicolon 6969. Yeah. See, I I
1: looked at the sheer length of that and I was like, yeah, I'm not not doing that. I'd have to pause the video. Yeah, I'm I'm just not going there. Yeah, so,
0: I mean, I guess that they got this from the whole Bodie McBoatface thing that happened a few years ago.
1: More than a few, Darren. I looked it up. The Bodie McBoatface story was 2016. Seven years ago. It was, yeah, it's, uh... It's, seven years. It's a, it's, we're doing a sketch based on the Bodie McBoatface thing.
0: Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a bit of a throwback. I was, I was trying to yeah. be polite. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this sketch is... Awful. Yeah, just because there are no jokes in it. Again, like it's just basically, mm-hmm. I mean, th- you have like Woody as the, uh, you know, the general, the captain speaking yeah. over the um, speaking to the soldiers about the, you know, their inaugural new sub called uh, Mr. Dingleberry's Gooch Balloon, A F D F J K L semicolon 6969. But I mean, like, he's screaming it, like everybody's screaming. It. Like, what, what yeah. it, you know, we're doing it for America. Yes, sir. And
1: they, they talk about how they had debates about how they should pronounce the various things. And the I don't know.
0: It, it, it just wasn't funny. It just yeah.
1: didn't go anywhere. It wasn't funny. It was just.
0: Yeah. Like, there's no joke. They're just kind of stating facts. It's like, and how yeah. did we get this name? Through an online poll, sir. And why did we choose this name? Because we didn't take the poll seriously, sir. And, yeah. it's, just and like, why do we have this poll to try and get more engagement on our social media, sir? Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, and it's just, and it's yeah, a, just I don't have much else to say. I I thought it was pretty bad.
0: Yeah, like they talk about the runner-up, which was Dookie Cruiser, and uh, then uh, Woody Harrelson's wife calls him saying she's leaving him. I don't know. I where. thought that was kind of cute. That was um, interesting. That was.
1: A, they didn't do much else with that, but. I, I thought that was a cute thing to put in there, but... Yeah, but this... Again, seven years ago, the Bodie McBoatface thing.
0: Yeah, this isn't current at all. So I don't know who yeah. why... Unless somebody pitched it seven years ago, and then they were like, all right, we'll let you do that. <laughs> Wouldn't that be
1: hilarious if this was something that somebody wrote seven years ago? It was like the Diner Lobster <laughs> <laughs> To- like Woody hosted 7 years ago and he's like, "Hey, what happened to that submarine launch sketch? That was <laughs> that was some gold right there.
0: There's something there, right? Am I right? <laughs> right, right.
1: I mean, come on. I've had this thing in my head for 7 years. Let's pull the trigger on this, guys.
0: Yeah. Uh But yeah, that sketch was boof.
1: Not good. Not good. Big
0: so, s- um so those of you uh
1: playing along at home, that's like a uh, Three out of the last four sketches have been disappointing to one degree or another.
0: Yeah, this. Uh, at at this point, I was
1: like, "Oh no, oh." Darren, God. I hate to say it, I think we might be in a bad show here. I think you think you're right, my friend. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it might be a little early to call it. We haven't even gotten the musical guest yet, but mm, it's not looking good, my friend.
0: It's, it's no good. It's not good, my friend.
1: It's not looking good. No, I bueno. Um, all right, I, I do feel like we had a bit of an uptick on the next one though. The next thing was a pre-tape segment called ColGuard. Yes, That's how you say it, right? ColGuard? ColGuard, yes. ColGuard because it's like colon. Um, right. you know, it's, and it's a, that that thing you do to check for colon cancer and I mean, I've seen these ads and apparently I didn't realize that, you know, how it's done because I've never had to do the ColGuard thing.
0: Well, I'm going to surprise you right here because not only have I seen these ads I've actually done this. I've actually did the guard thing.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Well, ha- and how was that experience for you, if that's not too personal a question?
0: Oh, exciting. Uh, yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. Like, it's like one of those things where I am like, I'm, uh, I'm uh, getting older. I'm a man of a certain age. Maybe, maybe right. I should do this. So, yeah, you just order it. I think, uh, you know, I was able to pay for it through my uh, insurance or my insurance took care okay. of it. Then- so,
1: so it was your choice. It wasn't something your doctor said. Right. You should
0: yeah. do this. Yeah, no, just like hey, let, let me let me poop in this box. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, so basically like they send you a whole little kit. They send you like a little Look, uh, it's got
1: to be like a bag in the box or something, right? Yes, yes, sir. it's not you are not just pooping in a in a
0: box. <laughs> no, right? not, you're not shitting in a bear box. We're not okay. We're not animals, it's, people.
1: Cuz that doesn't seem very secure.
0: No. <laughs> you're not you're not giving your UPS man a box with the leaky waste
1: to, right. Okay. To, to well, that's like. good.
0: That's good. That's something. Yeah. Like so. Like it has like this little plastic container in it that's like kind of heavy duty. You poop in that. You pour okay. in like uh this liquid that sort of solidifies. Not solidifies, but like you know uh, protects the, the poop and or and,
1: <gasps> so you're doing like a little science
0: experiment. <laughs> yes, it's Mr. Wizard. <laughs>
1: and uh, oh, I wish we could do a science room sketch on that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's get Cecily back. Do <laughs> that, Cecily. Mikey, get into wardrobe. We need you for this poop sketch.
1: <sighs> okay, okay. So I mean, and and in this thing, and you know, in the commercials, because it's a tough thing to advertise. Uh, yeah. You know, you want to make it tasteful and, I guess, appealing. So like the color guard people, they have a, like a little animated character on their box.
0: Yeah, it's like a little uh, talking box with legs and eyes, and Right. Yeah, you know, the, the the mascot. So right. uh, in, right. the, in this sketch, they have the little mascot talking to Woody, who orders the um, orders mm-hmm. the kids It's like, hey, I'm here. I'm your color God. I'm here to check for colon cancer. So why don't you just uh, right. go ahead and uh, unload in me, unleash. Oh, Unleash me.
1: Unleash is what they said. I wrote that down. (laughs) Go ahead and Unleash. And and as Woody's talking to this thing, we find out that the box is into it. (laughs) It's okay. I like it. Yeah. And he's like, "Uh, yeah, I'm not really comfortable with this. And he's like, would it help if he knew my name? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I don't think it would. Well, my name's such a, yeah.
0: Um, I, I thought
1: this was pretty funny. I like this sketch.
0: Yeah, this. I think this sketch was had some stuff going for it. Like we have uh, yeah. Keenan as the UPS guy saying, you know, creepily looking, saying, "Yeah, go ahead." Go. And also, is at this point, I realize that Keenan has been in the first three sketches and the both pre-tapes at this point in the show.
1: I mean, the SNL writers they love them some Keenan Thompson.
0: Yeah, because you know he's. The, I mean, probably to excess. Exactly, like, he's the glue, he's the, he's the one that can uh make sketches better, so they, they use yes, him to though. the, that's, that's what they say.
1: I feel like he's the glue that works every once in a while.
0: Okay, <laughs> you know? okay. he's, alright, so he's not Elmer's glue, he's more like the uh, cheap school glue you get had yeah. in grade school.
1: Y- yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you
0: didn't write Elmer's in grade school? Yeah, I did, did I? I don't remember. What the hell, man? I don't know, we just... <laughs> I went to a poor school. All right, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm from the streets, John. I told you we can't all afford right. Elmer's yet.
1: Um, but I I liked how bizarre this was, and I I liked again. I liked how it built. I liked how you know he has like a legion of of the color guard boxes.
0: Right, like he had the female uh, color guard box, like mm-hmm. being making it really sexual and saying, "Yeah, destroy me, Daddy, blow my <laughs> <Yeah>. box open."
1: <laughs> I mean, she's calling him Daddy, and yeah, that's. <laughs> That immediately takes it to a weird place.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and I was I like, at one point, we see the box kind of reach up for Woody's belt, trying to take it off. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, whoa, get off me!" <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it was it was very well done. It was well done technically. Actually, like when I'm watching, I was watching this episode on Peacock, and when it first started, I thought it was just a legit commercial, so I wasn't really paying attention to it, and it it wasn't until Woody popped up in the sketch, I was like, oh, shit, this is a sketch, I need to rewind this
0: now and pay closer attention. Yeah, no, same thing, they're doing such a good job of making their commercials look like the real commercials that it's really hard to tell sometimes.
1: Yeah, yeah, this was one that actually fooled me, because it didn't, it didn't, it wasn't absurd to start, it was just, it just seemed like a color card commercial, and I've, I've half paid attention to a million of those
0: things. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah so at this point we see like a whole legion like you said of boxes coming out like uh, minions yeah. at one point uh, Woody gets more and more uncomfortable saying "Oh I, no actually I re- I remembered uh, I actually I already did this I already did the color guard thing and then yeah. that's when the tone gets ominous saying well you wouldn't be lying to us would you because we could tell that too and then yeah. at, the, at one point uh, one of the boxes pull, pulled out a switchblade and mm-hmm. says like take your pants off and unloading us right now <laughs>
1: yeah and and then we kind of cut away to the neighbors. And it's, it's Heidi and Andrew Dismukes uh, playing the neighbors. And and apparently Woody Harrelson is just playing himself in the sketch. And, and Dismukes is like, hey, you know, I know Woody, like, uh, smokes a lot of pot, but I'm a little worried about him. We, and then we do a cutaway, and it's just Woody talking to inanimate boxes that are on his porch.
0: Right. And, it, and uh, so he's just stoned out of his mind, and he actually... Right. He starts to slowly pull down his pants in fear of getting, right. of getting stabbed by one of the boxes.
1: Right, and and Heidi's like, oh, oh, okay, I don't uh, I think we need to see this. And then D- Dismukes is like, no, I think I'm going to stay and watch. Dismukes is a little into it.
2: Yeah. So,
1: hey,
0: yeah, man, you like what you like. Um, it, it, Weird way to end it. I,
1: I feel like the ending could have been a little better. I thought the ending was maybe a little too random for me, but... Yeah. But overall I liked it.
0: Yeah, overall I liked this one too. I thought it was I mean, out of all the sketches, this this seemed to have the most going for it, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, do we have writer credits for this
0: one? Uh I've been looking for it for the I can't I I don't can't see them anywhere. I, I haven't been able to find the credits yet.
1: This sketch spontaneously generated, everyone. That's
0: right. <laughs> it 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 came to us from 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 no from from the heavens above, from up high. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I don't know,
1: but you like this one too, right?
0: I did. I did. This this sketch I like. This is one of the the bright spots of the evening.
1: Do you feel it was enhanced because you you've gone through the color guard experience yourself?
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, I feel like you know, with my, I feel like I was seen mm-hmm. as someone who has also pooped in a box and sent it off. Like I feel right. like like my voice has been seen, and I I feel. I feel at one with this sketch. It it, it touched my heart and my soul and my poop.
1: Good to know. Mm -hmm. All
0: right. Uh, And, uh, hey, we're already at the musical guest. Look at that. Yeah. Jack White doing a little rockin' and
1: rollin'. Jack White. uh, First number was uh, Taking Me Back and Fear of the Dawn. That's right. Two songs for the price of one. Medley. Mm Mm-hmm medley uh, i mean jack white he's just rocking man
0: yeah no he's he uh he always come through with the goods like the man he's, the man's a beast he's he just yeah he's, he, he's
1: just he's just blowing the roof off the joint i it, this was it was a real rocker i was really impressed with the song it, it was it was just real you know kind of like raw nasty rock and roll like sort of like a, a helter skelter type of rocker you know yeah
0: it's like the kind of rock you really, i don't know you really don't see that much anymore no, he's, uh, no, he's,
1: he's like the guy keeping that alive.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would say so. And uh, the second performance was A Tip From You To Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, because, I mean, I'd, you know, which was like a little bit more slower, but still pretty great. Song. Yeah, not
1: quite ballady, but yeah, more of a low-key sort of thing.
0: Yeah, like apparently last year he released two albums, and both of those songs were uh, off of those albums. Like one from was from uh, one album, and the other song was from another.
1: Okay. Yeah. Your story checks out.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, Jack White, I, you know, like I said before, I was a huge white stripes fan back in the day and Mm -hmm. I don't know, in my eyes, he can do no wrong. He's just, he's like one of those. I mean, it's,
1: it's great stuff. I really, really dug it. I mean, I was looking forward to Jack white. He did not disappoint.
0: Right. He's one of those pure artists, just all about the art, all about the music. Yeah. And I respect that. Yeah.
1: Just, you know, like anything he does, um, I'm a fan of um, just great, great stuff. I was, it, it threw me a little, I I'm not used to seeing him with such short hair. He looks so clean cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, that's true. He's a...
1: I don't think I've seen him with that short of a hair since he played Elvis and walk hard.
0: Yeah, exactly. And again, like I, it's like part of me respects him for being so dedicated to his music. But then another part of me is like, he was so damn funny in walk hard. Why doesn't he do more comedy? He's genuinely like a funny dude. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I kind of wish he did more. I, I you know, I, I wish he maybe had, a sketch to do tonight. Like he It would have been fun to see him pop up in a sketch. I agree. Yeah. yeah he has comedic chops. He can be funny, but like he just he does. I don't know if just people don't think of him as that or he just doesn't want to do that because he's all I mean, I think
1: the it. essential problem is that not enough people have seen Walk Hard.
0: Folks, if you learn anything from this podcast, you need to go watch Walk Hard. Yes. All right. You need
1: to watch Walk Hard, then you need to listen to our episode about Walk Hard.
0: Yes. In
1: that no. order. In that order. Yeah. Or, you know, if you've seen Walk Hard a bunch, uh, just turn on Walk Hard, mute it, and then listen to our podcast about it.
0: Yeah. That might be a way to go. And it's like, hey, instant comedy uh, a commentary track. Yeah, you got all these choices, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, Walk Hard, just an underrated, underrated uh, film. The wrong movie, dad! <laughs> Ain't nothing bad's gonna happen today. <laughs> I got cut in half pretty bad, dude. <laughs> God. Oh, that movie's fantastic. Oh, this is a dark period.
1: <laughs> oh, goddamn it! I want to just watch Walk Hard now. All right, just, let's get through this. Let's just get through this. Let's get through this. We can go, we can watch Walk Hard. Watch all the
0: Walk Hard you want. <laughs>
1: Uh, but yeah, Jack White, great, wonderful, one of the best musical guests we're gonna have this season.
0: Here, here, yeah. Uh, weekend update. Next up, weekend update with mm, Colin Joseph Michael Check. Colin Joseph Michael Check. Colin Joseph Michael Check. Uh, uh, jokes, jokes, jokes. Uh, Biden going to the Ukraine instead of the train uh crash in uh, East Palestine, Ohio. Yeah. Um. Trump going next to Ohio because he looks better when standing next to a train wreck. Shot of Giuliani. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I did. I appreciate that because, again, it just told me that the cold open was based on a real thing. Yes. <laughs> I was I was literally wondering. I was like, did, did Trump actually visit out there? I didn't see any report on that, but
0: okay. I saw a few things, but yeah, not a lot. <laughs> All right. All right. Um. New Jersey got rated for the the second worst roads in America. First worst roads, roads going into New Jersey. Uh, yeah,
1: I was like, okay, well, I got to write that one down because mm. we gotta yeah. talk about
0: that. I mean, you know, very easy joke. Very easy joke. Um, funny joke. Yeah, not I'm bad. not gonna lie. Not bad, not bad. Like, a, but it's low hanging fruit. Low hanging fruit. Uh, yeah. Che had some good. Uh, good zingers here and there about how um he
1: did that man does have some good zingers
0: yeah uh vitamin c can't end pregnancy and, <laughs> and then him telling colin well that's the last time i asked a woman to stay with for breakfast picture of yeah. colin and picture of che with orange juice
1: yeah i i enjoyed that i enjoyed that uh <laughs> um you know i hey i liked it when uh <laughs> i liked uh colin's Report on the story about the woman smashing the uh, the Jeff Coons uh, piece oh, of art, yeah. very valuable piece of art that looked like a balloon animal, and and, and just goes just goes to show, like I've always said, Coons ain't safe in Florida. Jesus, <laughs> and you just know Che wrote that for him. Yeah, <laughs> I love it when they they trick each other to, into saying uh, things that are inadvertently racist or... <laughs>
0: yeah, holy Toledo. <laughs> oh, that was... That, that's fun. Mama mia. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and uh, we got some death segments. We got J.A.J. Uh, as Bill Walton, NBA analyst.
1: Who I had to Google to see if it was a real person or not. And yes, he is. Yeah,
0: this is... Uh... <laughs> Google
1: says he is. Yeah. So...
0: Uh, yeah, this one, I, I had a feeling he was doing an impression of a very specific person that he probably knew not yeah. everybody knows. unless you Well, I mean, I, I,
1: I guess if you're a sports fan, you probably know who this person is. Or if you follow the NBA, you know who this person is. Uh, neither Darren nor I are sports fans, so no idea. Nope. <laughs> and my big discovery was like, well... SNL impressions are really unfunny when you have no idea who they're doing an
0: impression of. It's weird. Yeah, this one, hmm. Because, like, I mean, I was trying to compare it to... The only other thing I can think of comparing it to is, like, when Will Ferrell did his Harry Carey impression. Right. And not everybody knows who Harry Carey is, but Will found a way to make it work, even if you didn't know who Harry Carey was. And I don't think J.A.J. quite did that here
1: no yeah he didn't get there he didn't get to that same place um
0: like i mean from what i'm seeing online people are saying oh that's a spot-on uh bill walton impression like the things he says and he just like he's just kind of like this old man he comes out in a tie-dyed shirt and he just kind of out of it and talks about how he's able to see things that were and that was and what will be and he's like kind of giving us yeah. sports Commentary on a basketball game that's gonna happen in the future. Yeah, I'm like, okay, uh, I, I get I.
1: I mean, it did nothing for me because I had no point of reference for it.
0: Yeah, like I think it's a good impression, but like I think they need to find a way to make it palatable—not palatable, but like they uh, find a way to make it so that people who don't follow sports can find it this funny. Like maybe step up the wordplay or. I don't know. They need to find some in for people who don't follow NBA to really make this. Yeah, I mean,
2: ahead.
1: you know, maybe it's just enough to do an impression of the sports commentator. And, you know, if you don't watch sports, it's it's OK if you don't get it. That's that's fine.
2: I, yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah. But yeah, this one, I was like, I like even I could tell the audience wasn't quite feeling it. they were like, mm, I don't know.
2: Yeah.
0: Is, who is this? You know, it's like when the, the yeah,
1: I, I have no sense of how famous or not famous Bill Walton is, so I I can't really speak to that. Um, yeah, all I know is I haven't heard of him. So
0: yeah, I mean that's I mean I like it's that's tricky. Like it's always it's one thing like when you do a character of somebody you know is very niche,
1: Uh right?
0: yeah. and that's fine if you want to do that. But you right, to- like I mean
1: I I think I remember when Fred Armisen was on the show, he wanted to do. Um, ira glass from uh, all things considered right and he was told that, that was like too obscure to put on the show
0: yeah i mean like Uh-oh. you know i'm a east coast elite so i know who ira glass is but like i mm-hmm. i imagine joe america has no idea who that is right
1: you know? right yeah if you don't if you've never listened to ira glass that would mean nothing to you so i don't know I, I, my main thought was i was like because, we know, uh, you know, one of our listeners lis- uh, watches the show in England. Ooh, that's uh, uh, Boardman gets paid, right?
0: Hello, hello, Boardman. How are you? Hey. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Darren's flawless British accent. Flawless. You're welcome, England.
0: Oh my God, it's like <laughs> Jason Statham's in here. Um, I
1: I was feeling like because I think I asked him once. I was like, well. Do a lot of the American references like go over your head? Is is the show just talking about people and things you don't know about a whole lot? He's like, "Yeah, sometimes, but I I usually find something funny in it anyway." And and I was feeling like it was kind of like that. I was like, "Oh, this must be what the show's like for Boardman." (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's a good point. That's really yeah. This is like oh this
1: yeah Yeah. this
0: this this must be it. This how the British watch our show.
1: Or like when I was, I was seeing the first guardians of the galaxy movie and I wasn't too familiar with that set of characters. Mm-hmm. Unlike most of the other Marvel movies. Cause I didn't grow up reading the guardians of the galaxy. And I was like, Oh, is this what it's like watching these movies when you're not a comic fan? You're kind of like catching up on the mythology as you go. That's yeah. so, I mean, it was kind of interesting, but yeah, it didn't, the Bill Walton thing didn't really do anything for me. Yeah.
0: They got to find a way to make it, you know, uh, to connect to the common man for uh, I don't know if they do. I mean, know? I
1: well, I, one, I'm not feeling like a burning desire for them to bring this <laughs> character back.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's just like a one and done. It was like, all right, I did it. And, yeah.
1: I'm, yeah. I'm fine with it being just a one and done. Okay. Uh, okay. I mean, you know, that's all we need, but uh, Hey, if you figure out a
0: way to make it work better, sure. Why not? Absolutely. And uh, next next uh, death segment. Uh, Gina Bianchi played by uh, Heidi Gardner. As a woman with four daughters and one son talking about motherhood. Heidi yeah. comes out, very Italian-American, Long Island, New Jersey mom. I mean,
1: nice wig nice, on her. Nice wig. Nice, nice wig. I mean, the hair was on point.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, the big joke is she really loves her son. She keeps talking about her son. She's like, you know, hey, if, if I could, I would.
0: Uh, oh, the audience. That's how much she loves her son. Big groans from the audience on that one. <laughs>
1: I mean, but well, hey, she, and, and we find out over the course of her thing that her daughters are all like really accomplished people and, you know, they're, they're all doctors, but her son is like a thirty eight year old. I, I don't think he was employed or, I mean, he, he's like mooching food off her. He, he doesn't sound like much of a prize, but she just, you know, the sun rises and sets.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, he steals money from her and, right. you know you know, sticks her up at gunpoint as a joke and it's like, oh my son, yeah. I love my son. My daughters Yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. My daughters are fine. They bought me a house. Whatever. But my son. Yeah. I love my son. I love didn't my didn't son. wrong. Um, I mean a
1: pretty good character, well uh, observed.
0: Uh yeah, like uh you know with Heidi with her character work I o I'm I'm always a sucker for it. I love it. Uh mm-hmm. this is a character like I have heard a stereotype about, you know, certain type of mothers who dote over their sons. no matter what, and their daughters can just, you know, kick rocks.
2: Yeah, Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love that phrase. They can
1: go kick rocks.
0: So, like, I love that she's kind of bringing this character in. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Heidi commits to these characters 100%, so, like, I always get a kick out of that. Uh, You know, it does get a little cringy at some points where she talks about how her son is married, and how she's concerned that his wife isn't you know, uh, satisfying him sexually, and how she She doesn't do anything to his balls. (laughs) Yeah. She has some very specific concerns. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, oh, she's concerned about having an orgasm. Like, that's not how it works. When he's done, you're done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Um, that might be a little too far. I I wouldn't mind seeing this character make a return
0: visit. Yeah. This one's good. I always like Heidi's uh, character work. So Mm -hmm. I would say this one worked for me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was good. So... I feel like a decent update,
0: not not the best, but but you know, it was it was pretty good. Yeah. Decent update and we also got a uh, title card for uh, Eugene Lee who mm-hmm. uh recently passed away. He was the SNL set designer for many years. Like I think that when the show started, he was here like uh Yeah. Yeah, in, he was up there. Uh, he was like production designer back in 75. Uh he's done a, a lot of work on Broadway, I found out. He's He's won six Emmys, got three Tonys. He worked on Sweeney Todd back in 79, worked on Wicked, Showboat. Uh, he's an accomplished man. And, uh, you know. That's incredible.
1: And I, I love that they showed some of his work. They showed a um, a drawing of his that was an overhead uh, sketch of Studio 8H just showing the layout of it. And, I mean, that was fascinating to see. I, lo- I love that they made a point of showing his work. Yeah, so, absolutely. you know. That that was and you know gave you just a small moment of uh, appreciation. Yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. it was. Uh... So, so that was that was really cool. And um, you know, hey, as long as long as we're talking about that, uh, I think as we observed on the the podcast last week, uh, Richard Belzer passed away, and he was the the warm up comedian for SNL when it started out. Yes, uh, he... and he yeah. had some appearances on the show as well. So like when they had the Eugene Lee, I was like, hey, are they gonna do something for Belzer? And uh, right towards the end of the show, they had a thing for bells.
0: Yeah, so I, I sure. yeah, I was getting worried, it's like, oh, they're going to not mention be- the bells. I would have been a
1: little put out if they didn't uh, acknowledge uh, Richard Belzer's passing. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very glad that they did. Yes,
0: they pulled it out in the nick of time.
1: Phew. Yeah, yeah, and I guess, yeah, you do want to space those things out to give everyone their proper due. So, so I was very glad, yes, that they did that Absolutely. because he was. A part of the show's history, and he was a significant part of the show's history and a significant figure in comedy besides. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he, he definitely needed that appreciation.
0: Yeah, so RIP Eugene Lee, RIP mm-hmm. Richard Belzer. Yeah,
1: both extremely talented gentlemen.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, next up, we got The Hippo, written by the PDD boys Martin Hurley, John Higgins, Ben Marshall, and Streeter Seidel.
1: Oh look at that! Streeter Seidel teaming up with the PDD boys.
0: I know it's the it's the Avengers uh, mashup we've all been waiting for. It's it's, <laughs> yeah.
1: it's Infinity War. So this, uh, this was uh, just kind of playing with the current uh, Brendan uh, Fraser movie, The Whale, which he's getting a lot of Oscar buzz for, where he's he's playing a very overweight gentleman, and uh, we we find out Mikey's playing the director, and he's breaking it to his cast that. Their movie has been canceled just before filming. Yes. And, uh, and you know, one cast member dyed her hair brown. Uh, another cast member has researched being a therapist. And, and, you know, another guy has grown a beard that he hates. And Woody Harrelson's character of Keith has gained 450 pounds in six months.
0: Yes. <laughs> so they've all suffered. <laughs> they've all
1: suffered for their art um so right away i love the premise it's, it's great it's a very funny premise um i i love that all the other actors are just bitching about their piddling little things like oh but i i've got this brown hair what am i gonna do with brown hair now
0: yeah and uh and, yeah and they're all talking about like oh my god i had to follow a psychiatrist for like a week to get the character yeah. down And meanwhile, no, two two weeks,
1: two Two weeks, weeks, Darren.
0: I apologize. And mean, because he is
1: committed to her art,
0: yeah. And uh, meanwhile, uh, Woody Harrelson's character Keith uh, now has triabetes.
1: (laughs) Triabetes, I have something called triabetes. I love that they came up with the name triabetes. Uh, Very funny stuff, yeah.
0: And he uh, he also ate gristle loaf, (laughs)
1: yes, (laughs) which is a thing that they give to elephants when they're underweight which I didn't Google if that's a real thing, but I'm assuming it is because I don't think you could just make that up. I don't think so. I think that's the real deal. (laughs) It's got to be a real deal. It's got to be something that they they got by Googling. So nice Googling. Please don't destroy and Streeter.
0: Yeah, and we should also mention uh, Woody in this uh, huge, uh, very impressive uh, fat suit. How impressive is this fat suit? Okay, now I was thinking,
1: because I started thinking about this during the sketch. I was like, this had to be the only spot they could put this during the show because that gave Woody like the maximum amount of time to get in and out of the fat suit.
0: I think. Yeah, because like, uh, so he introduced uh, Jack White, which also right. we should also mention when he did that. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, hey, wait a minute, it's also Jack's White's first fifth time here. Does he get a jacket? Uh, yeah then, like he interrupted it which that they rarely do that when he introduced the, the guest musical guest the,
1: that was cool that was cool yeah. that was a fun moment um i don't know if that was a planned or a scripted moment if woody was just doing that in the moment i think that's
0: even better it seems woody has been doing a lot of things in the moment
1: it seemed very spontaneous if it if it was scripted it seemed spontaneous
0: okay so from at that point to the week you know till after the weekend update he had all that. yeah pie. so he's got
1: the he's got the whole he's got the five minute musical number and then he's got a weekend update which is usually like at at least ten minutes, if not like going towards fifteen, um, he's got all that time to get into the fat suit, and I'm assuming they needed it all that time. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's got to be a big operation to get in and out of that thing, and and you know, then they got to do all the makeup and blend all that makeup to his, you know, bl- blend the, like a fake cheeks to his face, the prosthetics and stuff. And yeah, it's really impressive that they did that on a live show.
0: No, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So. uh Let's see what else more about this. So, what are your thoughts on the sketch? I thought it was, I thought it was okay. I I thought it was pretty funny. I enjoyed it. I, you know, it's one of those sketches. I liked
1: the premise. I think a little more than the execution. Mm. Um, and I felt like maybe there was like a little something missing, but I can't quite put my finger on what it it. It needed some a little something else to just kind of put it over the top.
0: I th- I th- yeah, it probably needed more escalation. If I'm not.
1: Yeah, maybe a little. I mean, I love the Triabetes joke. I like how towards the end. You know they're all talking about what they're going on to next, and uh, the director says, "Oh, Keith, you you had an offer for a Marvel movie, one, right?" And 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 Woody Harrelson's like, "Yeah, I don't think that that offer's still on the table. I'm not really in X Men shape,
0: yeah,
1: right now." Yeah. And and me at home, being the geek that I am, I'm like, "He could totally play the Blob. <laughs> Come on, that is, he can... that's true." It's very, yeah, I mean, it's even an X-Men character. He could make the, the blah um, I feel like there should be enough geeks on the SNL writing staff that they would have realized <laughs>
2: that.
0: Somebody would be like, uh, actually, he could actually uh, play. Actually, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: I mean, there's not really a fat guy in the Avengers. But uh, yeah, if you're making an x movie, you need a fly- fat guy. Fred Dukes is right there. There he I'm is. Just saying.
0: There he is. Uh, yeah. But yeah, and then of course it ends with them saying that the reason their film got shut down because it's an exact word for word copy of The Whale with Brendan yeah. Fraser. And then they were like, oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Brendan Fraser's going to win the Oscar for that for sure.
1: Yeah, uh, that was good. I, li- I like that little twist at the end. That was kind of cool. Um, again, I Again, I felt like it ended a little abruptly. I wanted, you okay. know, you want more of a big thing at the end.
0: Yeah, it it just kind of petered out. Uh, yeah. So. And and you don't
1: you don't want those those comedy sketches to peter out. That's that's not fun. No, no, it
0: definitely need a little bit more uh, something there. Yeah. Uh, but overall, not not bad. Yeah. But
1: I feel like it was still one of the stronger sketches of the night. And if it wasn't for the technical issues, I think this totally should have been. Earlier in the show.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, it's like, I think it's like you said, they probably would have put this earlier in the show, but the fact that they had to get Woody into that, you know, that fat suit that takes time. Yeah, but... I,
1: I feel like that is literally the only slot they could have put it in the show. And I mean, yeah, kind of impressive that they got him out of that so quickly, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. We, we had the, the second Jack White number right after this, right? Yes, we did. Okay, yeah, so that gave them a little extra time. So, yeah. yeah. I would say it was very deliberately placed in the episode.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, so, yeah, ten to one. We're closing out the night with beautiful Jim. Uh, <laughs> okay, I, uh, you, I, I'm getting, I'm picking you up. What you're putting down? Yeah. Uh, written by Allison Gates and Ken Cibullette. Um, this is a they've this, done better. This is a weird <laughs> one. I'll, I'll just say that they've done better. <laughs> This is an odd one because it's basically like two men talking in a the world's most beautiful gym. We have,
2: yeah.
0: uh, we have Bowen come out in a tuxedo with kettlebells exercising next to Woody Harrelson, who's in like a really nice crushed velvet purple suit. With like he a, did look good. I will give him that. Yeah. yeah. Good.
1: They, I mean their their wigs were both on point.
0: Yeah. Bowen looks pretty good with blonde hair. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, but like Woody's suit, I was like, oh, I kind of want that. <laughs> that looks fire, son. <laughs> and like they're working out in this quote unquote gym, but it looks more like a really fancy upscale lounge.
1: I mean it looks like a place you'd have like a five-timers club meet.
0: Oop. Yes. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we got we've got uh, you know Michael Longfellow on the piano,
0: and uh, yeah, and it's basically just like a bunch of kind of one-liners and non sequiturs. Yeah, it was. I don't know. I overall, I thought this was a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, um, like uh, it's it's basically like the two of them having this very you know just talking to each other, this flirtatious romantic talk in a gym. I think at one point. Woody asks Michael Longfellow, who's on the piano, saying, hey, what's that you're playing? And he says, oh, it's a big piano, sir. He's like, I thought so. Didn't he say it was a fake piano? I think it was a big piano. Did he say fake singing? Did he say a big piano or fake piano?
1: Uh,
0: I don't know. Either way. But yeah, it's just like a bunch of... Yeah,
1: right. like Call in, folks. Let yeah. us know which it was.
0: I do like that one joke where uh, Bowen says, oh, this gym is so fancy. It should be called a James. Oh,
1: like, right. uh, that's all right. I like the joke about like their wives being in a lesbian relationship with each other. Um, yeah. Like, um. but it didn't really send me. Yeah. Overall.
0: It was a lot of, it kind of reminded me, you remember that sketch from the Nick Jonas episode where like uh, Nick was at a bar and he's meeting up with a girl for the first time after COVID. And it's just like a bunch of like kind of random one-liners here and there. I
1: don't think I do.
0: Okay. It was in the, I forget, I forget what the name is. sketch, but it was like in the Nick Jonas episode when he hosted, okay. and uh, it was funny. It was just like a, like a, again, like a lot of just one liner, one liner, one liner, one liner, and this seems uh-huh. to be like that. But the one liners aren't that strong. A lot of them are just like visual gags, like the uh, cobblestone treadmill and stationary Vespa. Um, I think at one point Bowen says, "Hey, what do you have a favorite machine?" He says, "Oh, I like the one that makes toast."
1: Yeah. I mean, there are some good lines scattered in there here and there, but, uh, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Overall, it just didn't
1: really work for me.
0: Yeah. It was just, I don't know. It, it, it kind of almost I mean, it, got there. But, when, it, when it's so random,
1: um, I have trouble getting into it. I don't, I don't like random just for the sake of random. Yeah. So.
0: Like at one point Bowen says, Oh, look, there goes the gym rat. And we see uh, an, an actual rat lifting weights. Yeah, so it's like hey, that's kind of all right. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't quite there. And uh, we, uh, I think, at one point, Bowen says, "Oh, there's my gym crush," and it's Sarah as an old man on a treadmill saying, "Oh, I see you." Only appearance of Sarah for the show throughout the show tonight.
1: Uh, yeah, I think she was a voice oh, in right. the color guard.
0: Yeah, she was one of the. Yeah. She, yeah, yeah,
1: but you know, I mean, I guess you decide whether that counts or not. But yeah, not didn't pop up on camera much.
0: Not a lot of Sarah. Not a lot of no Punky.
1: I only saw Punky during the good nights. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. Hardly any dismukes. Uh, yeah, hardly any. I mean, dis dismukes. Marcello and Devin were all in the submarine sketch, but they. I don't know if you would count. I guess you got that. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, they they had dialogue. They did. They, they did. They appeared
1: on camera. It's.
0: But uh, yeah, a lot of. A lot of the new people didn't have much to do. They kind of leaned in on the uh, the old pros throughout the show. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so that was... that. Yeah, that sketch was... Eh, didn't quite get there. Yeah. And uh, so we get to the good You know, say good night, everybody. Then we see Keenan coming out with a five-timers jacket to present yes. to Jack White. Yep. Uh, wah,
2: wah. Uh,
0: but misdirect because then... Colin Joe's wife comes out. Scarlett Johansson gives a uh, Woody a five timers jacket.
1: Oh, you know, I was wondering if Scarlett knew somebody at the show.
0: Yeah, she has an in.
1: Oh, or should I say? Yeah, God.
2: okay.
1: Well, she's married to Colin Jost, you say?
0: Uh, yeah, that's the that's the word on
1: the street. Interesting. You Interesting. <laughs> I wonder how that happened.
0: Mm, I, I don't know. Huh. <laughs> who knows? Who can? Who can tell about with the, you know, with what, how yeah. the heart. Uh.
1: Thing. Um, she seemed very buddy buddy with Woody. I was I was seeing that and I was like, have they worked together? I did. I I couldn't think of any time they would have worked together. But hmm. and, you know, not that they can't be friends without working together. <laughs> um, but it was just like, oh, I didn't know that they were buddies. <laughs> you know, but that's a good. I mean, to... hell, maybe she just met him this week and they got she got to know him over the course
0: of the week. Maybe who knows? But yeah, maybe you know, maybe she just like swung by. But yeah, uh, yeah. But I yeah. know what you mean. Like usually you get very buddy-buddy with somebody once you work on a film with them because...
1: Yeah, I mean, because you're with them for a few months and stuff. Uh, Yeah. Uh, But, I mean, look, I'm sure there's any number of ways that Scarlett Johansson could have met Woody Harrelson. I nearly said Woody Boyd. Um, (laughs) That's that's probably slightly less likely. Absolutely. But but I was just like, oh, okay, I didn't know they were friends. I I wonder how much Scarlett hangs out at SNL, though. Hmm. I don't
0: know. You know? I mean, they got a kid, so she can't be there all the time, right?
1: They got a kid. She's got, like, a busy career in her own right. Um yeah, she's doing things. But, again, I, it can't be unusual for her to hang out there or at least stop by. I, I just – I wonder in the typical week how much Scarlett Johansson is there hanging out with uh, with her husband.
0: That's a good point. Like, I'm sure she swings by like, hey, guys, it's me. I am yeah. just want to see Colin. Yeah. Hey, like, hey, hey ScarJo.
1: <laughs> I mean, at, at, at this point, I'm sure – you know, it, there's nothing unusual about her stopping by. I just, I just wonder how much that happens. That's true. It, it would just be interesting to spend a week and and see how much that happens. You know,
0: that's true. Oh, so I'm looking it up right now. It looks like they're gonna be in a film together called uh, Project Artemis. Oh, neat. Okay. So maybe that's all right. That's maybe that's where they uh, they bonded.
1: Okay. Well, hey, now they're gonna work together. That's cool. Yay yay, we're finally getting that Scarlett Johansson-Woody Harrelson team up that we've dreamed of. Finally!
0: Hollywood has heard our pleas.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. No, I, I mean, I like both of them, so that's yeah. cool. I feel like the bit would have been funnier if they'd waited a little bit to give Woody a jacket or even just not giving him the jacket at all and just giving it to Jack White. I think that would have been hilarious.
0: Oh, so he just doesn't get a jacket at all?
1: Yeah, and he was just like, hey, what? but... Probably too many people would have thought that was a real thing and would have been like,
0: "Hey, he should give it. He should get a jacket." Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. It's like, well, he he hosted five times too. Why didn't he he get a jacket?
1: Yeah, or you know, I mean, even if they just waited a little bit and gave it to him, like as the credits were rolling or something. But you know, I just, I just didn't find it. It's funny that they were uh, giving Jack White the jacket, but then like immediately after we see Scarlet come out.
0: Right. Um,
1: well, I mean, it's, so, it's
0: a good night. They have to, like, wrap it up. So
1: Yeah, I guess they wanted to make sure to do it quickly, so it, it
0: made it on TV, so. Right. Uh, yeah, so, and that's the episode. I mean, this was this was kind of baffling, this one. I, I don't know what to say. I mean, not a great episode overall, by any stretch of the imagination, but
1: still some stuff I liked. I liked the, the Please Don't Destroy uh, stakeout. I, I thought Color Guard was pretty good, and I enjoyed the Hippo. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, like Hippo. So, I mean, those three, I would say they're all pretty good overall.
0: Yeah, the the show wasn't wasn't great. Yeah, like I mean, I've seen online people talking about this was the worst episode ever. It was the worst, and it's like it wasn't the war. I mean, it's it's, it's not Elon Musk levels. I'll say that. Uh, well, I'm. Yeah,
1: well, that's not Oof, a fair That is
0: because, like, I mean,
1: Elon Musk. I think everyone going into that episode knew like this is gonna suck. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sure people working on the show knew that. Oh my god! Uh, and and yeah, it was pretty dead on arrival. Oh, god. Um,
0: the Wario sketch. My god, that was a... this oh.
1: you know, oh. still in my nightmares.
0: Oh, god. Well, yeah,
1: still I hear the voices. <laughs> um, oh, god.
0: But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Overall, I mean, this episode it definitely wasn't as strong as I thought it'd be.
1: Yeah. It's... The bad stuff definitely brought down the show overall, but I can't totally discount it because
0: it did add some stuff I liked still. Yeah, there was some good stuff in there. I mean, yeah. Not great, but good. Uh yeah. but yeah, overall it was
1: And I like to concentrate on the stuff I like, because you know, we're about the love yeah. here on the SNL nerds.
0: Love, love, love. Dun dun dun. I I don't know the words.
1: Or the tune, I don't think.
0: <laughs> I was doing All You Need Is Love by the Beatles.
1: Yeah, no, I know. I, I sort of recognized that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Keeps us from getting sued.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, overall, this episode, a bit of a disappointment, but it still had a
2: few things
0: yeah. here and there. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. And also this morning, we saw that they put out a cut for time sketch.
1: Uh, Oh, yes, we need to talk about that. The the Cut for Time sketch, which was... uh, Musical promo. Musical promo, which is... Yeah, the premise on this was basically just a musical that consists of the songs you sing to yourself when you're home alone and you're
0: just doing mundane things. Right. Um, I actually liked this sketch. I kind of wish they kept it in the show.
1: I liked it. I think it was better than a lot of things they put in the show. I mean, it's certainly better than like Slingshot or Submarine Launch. Or beautiful gym, or jail scene, or yeah,
0: like I, like it was, it was, it was kind of fun. We saw Molly have a have some have a little screen time, and yeah, she hardly popped up in the show. Yeah, um, oh, she was in Slingshot, but only had like yeah. a two. but uh, yeah, I I really wish they kept this. Like...
1: I mean, you know, Woody singing Adele as he's like throwing stuff in the trash. I thought I thought that was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, Bowen singing to his cat. Yeah. Uh, Molly.
1: And and that is legit a thing that people do.
0: They really do.
1: They do. I mean, I have done, I've done that like within the last day,
0: I think. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. And I also like how they point out the fact that like, yeah, this, you know, everybody does this. It's not like, but although it could be seen as maybe a sign that you're going crazy.
1: Which I is all, have also done in the last day or so. Yes,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, I liked how they had Molly singing while she was on a zoom call, like all oh, these people got nothing to say and her mic is on. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. She doesn't realize that her mic is on. Yeah. Uh, so, oh,
0: sorry. Sorry about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was a nice touch.
0: Yeah. Um, um but yeah, this sketch I, I really wish they kept in. I thought it was pretty. Yeah. It was good. Great. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that's one for the ages, but it, it is a good idea. It definitely would have made the show better. I'll say that.
1: Yeah. It's been forever since they posted a cut for time sketch, you know,
0: been a minute. It's <laughs> been a minute.
1: Yeah. It's just, no, it's just nice to see the extra sketches. Yeah, absolutely. On, on the online, on the internet, on the, inter- on the inter-webs, interwebs,
0: on the world wide yes. web, through the
1: tubes. Yes, on the information superhighway. Nobody calls it the information superhighway
0: anymore. Why is that? I'm bringing it back, man. We need to bring that back, yeah. Bring it back, baby. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, speaking, and that's the episode, guys, and, uh, let's go to the Twitter. We, we tweeted out. Yeah, speaking
1: it. of the information superhighway, they've got a site on there called Twitter mm. where people tell us what they think what, what, what? of the show, at the SNL Nerd Show Twitter account. Yeah. So, let, let's see what the people have to say. I, I got one up here. You want me to start? Kick it! Uh, <laughs> okay, I will, Mike D. Uh, first from our friend, uh, Thomas Cena says, I need a rewatch as always. Yeah. Do (laughs) you? Um, but I would say this is probably my least favorite episode of the season. Had no idea what the hell was going on. Yeah. A lot of randomness. Uh, the monologue was disappointing. Nice way to put it. Uh, everything just felt real lazy. And this is after a run of strong episodes.
0: Yeah. I I would agree. Like we had, like, uh, we're coming off the Aubrey Plaza, Michael B. Jordan and the Pedro Pascal, which were all, you know, I would say either strong or good. So we ha- we were going on a good run, and this just kind of put the stop to all yeah, that. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know. I think I was more mixed on those episodes. I, I remember, yeah, some fun stuff in the Aubrey Plaza episode. I The
0: Pedro Pascal,
1: I didn't think was the strongest, but... Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at some of the sketches. I, I definitely like the Aubrey Plaza one more.
0: Yeah, I think everybody Oh, I'll say that. I'll say it seems like everybody agrees the Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza one was one of the stronger ones of the season. Like I have seen Yeah. People say that and people really like the Kiki Palmer one. I think those are right. That's up there. But uh I thought the other two were good too, but yeah, this one was just oof. Boof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we also got uh, got a one from Mikey with two Es. Mikey with two Es. Hey, guys. And then, yeah. Hey, guys. Thought this yeah. one started slowly and got better as it went on. Monologue meandered and then got, well, you know. <laughs> Didn't love the first couple of sketches. Enjoyed PDD and the shitting in the Box pre-tape. <laughs> when I shit in the box, <laughs> shit in the box, baby. <laughs> Hanukkah. Shit in the box. Quants. <laughs> Shit in the box. <laughs> oh, good God.
2: That's the way you do it.
0: <laughs> sorry. Back to the tweet. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, Love the jokes of Weekend Update. Not the desk. Not the desk. And the gym bit was great. Disagree.
1: Um, <laughs> did not like the gym bit. Um, I, Yeah, I didn't really feel like the, the show got stronger as it went on. Well,. It, I mean woody Allen... I guess the good stuff was mostly in the middle for me
0: yeah it seemed like woody kind of sobered up towards the end so that <laughs> way he's I'm sorry that he was he was off to the races on that monologue he was
1: yeah was I like, don't know what was happening there yeah my man. I mean I feel like it was written very
0: radically and I feel yeah my man was flying through space on that one yeah yeah <laughs> he was, yeah yeah Space spaceman Jones yeah yeah <sighs>
1: All right. Well, let's see. Uh, our friend Manette Marati chimed in. She says, a train wreck episode where the toxic fumes of the cold open and the host leaked into the rest of the show and caused significant health issues to the overall streak that they were on since December. Let's hope there's a thorough cleanup considering the next host is an athlete. let
0: see what you did there.
1: Wow. I really, Manette really committed to the bit. And I, I appreciate <laughs> it. She she extended that that metaphor throughout the entire tweet, which impressive work. Well done, Manette. Well done. Minette. Well done, <laughs> well done Manette.
0: Uh, Boardman
1: gets tip of the hat there. Yeah,
0: uh, Boardman gets paid. Lehot the Lion says, mm-hmm. "Hi guys from the fi- from the real five timers club in the quantum realm." <laughs> I didn't want to be this mean, but I'm glad no one gave him timer jacket. Ooh, I usually love. I guess
1: they don't get the good nights over
0: oh, in England.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I usually love every episode, but as the kids say, this ain't it. Except for update, bring on my man Travis Kelsey. Yes,
1: who is the person who is hosting next week? That we definitely know. Yes,
0: he's the footballer. Yes, he plays the foosball. Right, and uh, we, then we also got one from uh, Jacob. Uh, jake362 says pretty weak episode the color guard sketch was funny but overall the rest were subpar and offered only a few minor chuckles here and there more disappointing mm. was the extreme lack of Sarah Sherman who could have easily elevated the episode knowing Woody likes to get weird and then he goes on to say also the submarine sketch was by far one of the weakest sketches I've seen in a long while
1: yeah yeah I, I'd agree that was not a great and just just kind of head-scratching, because, again, Bodie McBoatface, seven years ago. I'm just, I can't get over that.
0: Yeah, like it's, I mean, yeah, like usually they like to pride themselves on being current and being hip with the kids. So, I mean, yeah, that's half the point of doing the show live is
1: so you can be topical and, uh, I don't know, It's it just very strange, very strange choice. Yes,
0: uh, very strange choice and a very, very strange episode. Um, Very
1: strange episode somewhat disappointing yeah um, but uh,
0: I mean here's hoping that next week will be a better one. Uh, Hope springs eternal people. Yes, it does. it does John and yeah uh, yeah and next week March 4th we got Travis Kelsey and Kelsey Ballerini.
1: Well, that's going to screw us up. That's that's very confusing. Yes. Um
0: I, I think we've said before somebody's got to either Travis change a last name or Kelsey change a first name. This can't.
1: Yeah, we we got to get on that. We got to work that out uh, sometime yeah. over the next
0: week. Yes. Uh, yeah. No. No. One of you is just going to have to take the hit. Yes. That's that's how it's got to going to be. I'm sorry.
1: Because I mean, it's just it's just too confusing for the people who do podcasts about SNL. I'm just saying.
0: Think of the podcasters, people. For God's sakes, think of the podcasters. Uh, yeah, for those that don't know, uh, of course, Travis Kelsey, a football player, tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, who just won the Super Bowl, or Superb Owl. Um, I don't know. I know he also had the podcast with his brother. Uh, from what I've heard, people say he's like a very he has a you know big personality. Um, I'm, okay. I'm in wait-and-see right. mode with this because, you know, I'm always, whenever it's an athlete, I'm always very cautious so we'll,
1: yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of a crapshoot. Yeah. Um, so, uh,
0: I don't know, I'm, but I'm optimistic. I'm hopeful this will work out. So we'll just, uh, we'll see what we get with Mr. Travis Kelsey and Kelsey. Ballerina. Yeah. I mean, Hey,
1: fingers crossed. You know, hope, hope it's good. Looking, looking forward to seeing it, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the ticket.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm just going to say yes. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yeah, say yes. Um, yes. I'm saying yes to the dress. Yes. So, if you want to follow us, you can uh, go find us on the Twitter sphere at SNL Nerds Show. You can also follow our individual Twitter and Instagram pages. I, for instance, am at Trumble Comic. That's T R U M B U L
0: L, and then the word comic. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Darren Credible. That's D A R I N Credible.
1: Yeah. And. uh...
0: That's pretty much it, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, you know, as always, you could we donate to our Patreon, rate, review, oh, yes. subscribe, all that jazz. Yeah, we uh,
1: we'd like a nice review. We haven't had a nice review in a while, so if you if you listen to this show a lot and uh, you enjoy what it is, we'd we'd like hearing about
0: that. We and we will read that on the podcast. Absolutely. So just uh, just give us your love, shower us in the love and affection that we so desperately, desperately need. Yeah, because we're fragile. Yes. We're like uh, cheap china plates. Yes. Yes.
1: Uh, so next week we'll have a couple people named Kelsey there.
0: Yes. Um, we'll have the Kelsey's. Maybe
1: maybe Kelsey Grammar will stop by. Ooh. We need more Kelsey's. Let's just have all the Kelsey's on the show. Let's go all the way with this thing. Let's do
0: it. All Kelsey it. all the time. Are are there some other Kelseys that they should have on? Oh now I gotta do now I gotta look it up. I, I
1: mean I can't I can't think of another Kelsey off the top of my head. I'm just asking you. I'm putting you on the spot.
0: We're wrapping it up here. Uh Kelsey Ballerini and okay. Kelsey Grammar.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Travis Kelsey. Shout and Kelsey... that's it. <laughs> Those are all the Kelseys in the world.
1: They're all the Kelseys. You don't you don't meet a lot of Kelseys so it's unusual that we have two Kelseys in one week.
0: Yeah. Maybe you can get somebody let's, who's a Celtic. That's kind of close.
1: Sure, let's let's have Celtic Woman on there. Are they still a thing?
0: Uh, sure. Why not? Yeah, Celtic Woman.
1: Still I think on. they did a parody of Celtic Woman once when like. Uh, oh yes, they did. still on the show. Yeah,
0: uh, Anya Taylor Joy episode.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it. I I knew. Yeah, I knew that was a thing. Look at you know. Anyway, Elsie's are on next week. There you go. Look at so. look at you know when you're a thing? Yeah, and then we'll, then we'll be back, and, and we'll talk about that, and we'll see what we thought of that. Would we like it better than this episode? Will we like it worse than this episode? Who knows? You're just going to have to listen and find out. But until then, nerds out! This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablaoui.